I give you permission to walk away from it. Just because people say you should doesn't mean you have to when it comes to running your business. Do what's right for you based on the results it gets for you. Welcome to the No BS Business School Podcast, the show where powerhouse women learn how to sell differently, ditch pro marketing, and build financially lucrative businesses. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield. After spending over 20 years in the charity world, I realized that the fluffy, trendy marketing and sales tactics being taught online aren't all that effective for industry experts like you. In each episode, I give you the tangible steps to build a profitable business that is wildly successful and equally fulfilling. Money, marriage, business strategy, and marketing, we talk about it all. This is where the evolution of your business begins. Let's get started. Well, hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Business School. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield, and I'm really glad that you're here with me today. At the time of me recording this episode, I have got online summits on the brain because I'm gearing up for planning my annual event, the Online Entrepreneur Event, which I'm hosting this year on December 18th. And this year's theme is going to be the messy middle, specifically how to get out of it, how to survive it. And unfortunately, you can't avoid it. So it's going to be more focused on the things you need to do to get through it. If you join me at the event, you're going to find that we spend about two days talking about habits and systems, processes, strategies, all kinds of things that you want to be adding into your business as you walk into 2024 so you can have your best year ever. And when I start thinking about all the things you should be doing, it naturally starts me thinking about the things that you probably don't want to be bringing with you into the next year. So on this episode, I want to dial down on four specific habits that you're probably doing in your business right now that I'd like you to leave in the past of 2023 because they aren't serving you. They definitely are not going to help you grow. And I want you to see big success in the new year. So what should you be letting go of? The first is relying on Instagram to grow the leads in your business. I talk a lot about Instagram on the podcast and I've been talking a lot about it on Instagram as well. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that I really jumped out of reels last year very intentionally. And if you want to catch the entire thing, you can go back to episode 126 and listen there because a lot of things happened to my business after I stopped doing reels. And recently, I also took a big step back from Instagram, specifically posting in my feed as much because it just wasn't serving me. I don't generate a lot of leads into my business from Instagram. It might be different for you. And if it's working, keep doing it. But if you feel like you're spinning your wheels all the time and nothing's really changing, it might be time to look at the ROI on this to find out if you're better suited putting all of your time and effort into something else. Because every time I find that I take a step back from Instagram, whether it's posting or reels, I always end up making more money in my business because I'm able to put that time and energy and effort into things with a much more positive ROI. One of the habits that I'd like to see you let go of moving forward is using Instagram as the only way that you're driving leads into your business. And if you're doing this, it's quite honestly because it's the only thing that seems to be taught a lot online, which is if you want to get more leads, you need to show up on Instagram time and time and time again, which is exhausting and frustrating. And I find a lot of that advice is coming from people whose businesses is Instagram. 
And the one piece of advice that they're not giving out is what happens if your Instagram account stops working for you and how that's going to impact your actual business growth. And in reality, it makes sense why the experts aren't saying this to you. Because who's going to go out there and start promoting their business saying, you know, I'm here to help you grow your leads on Instagram. But by the way, if Instagram goes down, your whole business is going to go with it. Pay me for this strategy. You will never find anyone having that conversation. The reality is Instagram is just one channel in your business. And when we look at the entire lead generation process, which takes people from becoming complete strangers to paid customers, there are five points that people go through in their journey. And that second part is where they're just visitors in your world. And that's where Instagram shows up. That's where any social media shows up at this point. Your followers are just visitors. And when we're relying on visitors to be the thing that fuels our business and our cash flow, we're putting ourselves at risk because a visitor hasn't made a commitment to your business or made a commitment to themselves that they're interested in what you're doing. They're literally just watching you like staring through a window to see what you're doing on the inside. And if you want to move your business forward next year and you want to leave some bad habits behind, stop treating your Instagram followers like they're leads and start treating them like they're visitors. And if you want to move them into leads, you need to get them off your Instagram and into an email marketing system or some sort of client relationship management software system. If you don't have a CRM, We will talk about that on another podcast episode. And it shouldn't surprise you that I'm going to say growing your email list should be a priority for you in 2024. I want this to be an active goal of yours moving forward. And then making sure that all of that time and energy you're putting into Instagram is going towards things that are actually going to help people move from being visitors to leads. More attention on lead magnets more calls to action to get people to sign up for things, offering more free events that include opt-in pages so you can collect that lead generation data that you need. Put your effort into focusing on that instead of just trying to create content to entertain people. Likes don't equal money in your business. Conversion does. So if you focus on Instagram being one of your channels and that helps people to get to know who you are, then dive a bit deeper on offering them things that's going to get them onto your email list or a phone number from them or book a free discovery call with you. Get them to make that commitment to go further into business with you because then Instagram becomes part of your funnel and part of your business growth instead of just one more thing that you need to do every single day in your business that doesn't produce results. The second bad habit I'd like to see you leave behind in 2023 is over-launching. And now we're all guilty of this. I want to say that off the bat because I do it myself. But this is where we have the over-creation process in our business, where we think we have to keep making new things in order to make more money in the business. So we'll put out another course or another membership or another low-ticket offer. We just make more, 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 more. And before we know it, we have this incredible plethora of things in our business that are making some money if any money, instead of focusing on getting very dialed in on having an offer suite that produces income time and time again. You know that I'm always talking on the podcast about retention because retention is actually better for your business than constantly having to go out and get cold traffic to come in. And when we put all of our focus on acquisition, which is looking for those cold new leads, 
new customers that we don't really have relationships with. It also costs us a lot more money in marketing, in our time, in our effort, in our energies than putting our time and effort into keeping the current people we work with happy so they buy from us again. What I would encourage you to do this year before you start thinking about what you're going to sell or if you're going to add anything new into your offer suite for 2024 is to sit down and map out your customer's journey. So think about where they are with their problem when they start and where they want to end up when that problem's been solved for them. What does their life look like when they no longer have the problem that they're facing now? And then throughout that journey, there are going to be different roadblocks that everybody encounters. Different obstacles will come up, different reasons for them wanting to quit, different problems that they can't figure out how to solve. And your offer suite should be dialed in on having the things in place to help them from the beginning of the journey to the end of the journey. And that doesn't need to be 16 different things. It could be three or four or two even, but that suite is going to help you with your retention and keep you from constantly overlaunching new products because you'll be able to get really dialed in on becoming the expert at one specific area that solves one specific problem no matter where your people are in their journey. Even with my own offer suite for 2024, I have a brand new program that I'm releasing at the end of this year because next year I'm just focused on one specific thing that I'll be solving the entire year in two very specific ways. And those offers are going to help the women that I work with be able to strategically keep moving forward in their own businesses when they're caught in that messy middle stage which is one of the worst places to get into in your business and one of the hardest ones to get out of. I have an upcoming episode on the podcast on episode 224. That's going to be an updated business success timeline episode where I'm going to be talking about what those stages are in business success that we all go through, all of us go through, and the things we encounter and the things that we need to really dial in on so we can get out of them. And that is your customer journey. That's what it is. So if you want to dive a little deeper onto figuring out how to lay out a customer journey, hang on for episode 224 because I'm going to walk you through it there. When we overlaunch and we have this belief system that we constantly have to be putting things out in the market, this is when we become the Shit's Creek menu of business. And I've talked about this a lot in the past, but this is when you look at having too many things that you're selling. You look just like that menu in Shit's Creek where you walk into the Cafe Tropical and you open up this enormous menu and there are so many things on it that you're overwhelmed by the decision-making process. So you close it up and you go somewhere else where people are experts on one specific thing. Like you walk down to that taco truck that sells the best tacos ever and you feel satisfied and happy that you bought from them instead of overwhelmed and confused. We do this same thing to our customers when we're constantly creating new things and trying to sell. Instead of being the taco truck, like really dialed in on our niche and being the expert at one thing, we drown them in offers and leave them overwhelmed and confused, which isn't going to serve anybody. The more you simplify your business, the more money you will make in it. And speaking of money, the third bad habit I'd like to see you leave behind is ignoring your numbers. Now, I'm going to say this is very, very common, but I really would love to see you make an effort to stop doing this in 2024. Most entrepreneurs don't walk into the new year actually having revenue goals written down. 
and I will be talking about this on the podcast a lot over the next couple of weeks. And if you come join me at my free conference as well, the summit in December, I will also be talking about this there, which is how to goal set and specifically how to set revenue goals for your business. Because when you wing it with your revenue, you're just setting yourself up to fail. Instead of having very specific intentions with how much money you want to be bringing in in the next year and then breaking that down into quarters and then weeks based on those specific sales cycles that you want to have set up. You should always be able to know, if not daily, at least weekly, where you are with your sales goals. I start my day looking at my numbers and I end my day looking at my numbers. This is a part of my startup routine. It's part of my wind down routine. It has been part of my routine for 20 some odd years, which is opening up my data and looking at where my cash flow and my sales projections are. What's performing? What's not performing? Am I going to hit a target? Am I missing something? Are there opportunities I'm not seeing? And when I'm so dialed in on understanding my numbers, it dictates all of the things that I do in my business on a daily basis. I'm not having to guess what type of content to create because I make my content based on where I'm at in sales cycles. My podcast is aligned to my sales process. My Instagram content's aligned to my sales process. What I'm selling is aligned to my revenue goals. And when you're so focused on understanding your numbers, you'll see significant changes happening in your business because of that intention. Financial success in business isn't random. It's very systematic. It's very routine. And it's very boring, to be honest. And the people who see the biggest changes happen in business and the most financial success are the ones who are hyper-focused on their numbers. So if you haven't set a goal yet for your next year, sit down and do that before January. Set an annual revenue goal and then break it down and add it into your calendar so that every morning you're going to check on that and see where your sales are at. And every evening you'll check and see where your sales are at and you will follow that data. Again, if you keep listening to the podcast for the next few weeks, I'm going to be having an amazing free resource coming your way that's going to help you with this. And if you also go back to episode 205, I did a full podcast episode on the data you should be tracking in your business, along with some free downloads. So be sure to check that out because it's jammed with info for you. I joke with my husband, Mike, all the time that I want to have a t-shirt made that says, follow the data. And I want that to be your mantra for the next year as well. Follow the data in your business set sales goals, track that data, and then make analytical decisions based on what it's telling you. That doesn't mean I don't want you to be passionate about what you do. Your passion matters incredibly to your success as well, but it's not the only thing that's going to get you to that finish line. Goal setting, data tracking, and not ignoring your numbers, that's the thing that's going to fuel your success time and time again. Follow the data. It will tell you what to do every single time. And the final bad habit I'd like to see you leave behind moving into this new year is listening to too many online experts. And I have to put my hand up and say that I've been very guilty of this in the past. And I really had to spend time cutting down the number of people I was listening to to remove the overwhelm that I was feeling about my business because it all started to become white noise. They all say the same things. And then they all contradict each other. And then they all sell each other stuff. So you get caught in this constant funnel system where it becomes so overwhelming and so confusing 
that we stop taking action and we just buy more courses or products or things that we don't actually need in our business. So moving into this new year, narrow down on listening to people who move the needle in your business based on their skill set. Instead of listening to 17 people who talk about how to build an online business, listen to one. And instead of listening to 17 people who talk about social media and online create content creation, listen to one. When you start getting rid of the noise, you're able to start making really key decisions. And honestly, you'll make them very easily that will grow the revenue in your business because you're not being held back anymore by fear. And now the action you're taking doesn't need to be perfect as well. Like I'm all for the imperfect, messy B plus action, but I want you to take action by leading into and following the data and doing more of the things that are working for you and less of the things that aren't. Even if those things that aren't working for you are the things that everyone says you should be doing, like social media, if the data is saying it's not producing anything for you, I give you permission to walk away from it. Just because people say you should doesn't mean you have to when it comes to running your business. Do what's right for you based on the results it gets for you. I think we need to carry more of that confidence forward into the online space that we held in our businesses and our lives and our professions in the real world. We need to remember that we are the experts in what we do in the online space as well. And that doesn't mean that our following count has to be a certain number or that we have to show up every single day in specific ways and do 7,000 reels in order to be successful. It means that we need to run smart businesses that make big changes in people's lives and we need to continue to invest in our acumen as entrepreneurs not just as marketers, because there's more to your business than marketing. You master that side of yourself, the way that you've mastered your specific niche and become an expert at entrepreneurship, the way you are an expert in your subject matter, you're unstoppable. And that's going to take you further than any other single piece of advice that any online guru is ever going to give you. You already are an expert. Run your business like one too. So with that said, the four bad habits that I'd like to see you leave behind in 2023 and not carry into the new year so you can have more success is number one, relying on Instagram to build your leads. Number two is to stop over launching. Number three is to stop ignoring your numbers and start making sure that you're making your decisions based on data, not just how you feel about things. And number four, stop listening to so many online experts. I'm really excited about the upcoming year and I'm excited for you because I know this is going to be a huge year for you. 2024 is just sitting there waiting for you to show up and do some really magical things within it. And I'm excited to be there to watch you do it. And until next time, stay resilient and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a five-star rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at jandishfield.co. Stay resilient and I'll catch you on the next episode.